One of the biggest spectator sports going around today is pro wrestling. I ought to know. I was on the wrestling team when I was in accounting college. <laughs> Killer Ernst, they used to call me. Is that like when you were on the baseball team? Yeah. That's great, Mr. Ernst. What was your record? My uh, record? Oh, well, uh, actually, I, uh, I didn't have a record, really. I... I was the water boy. I, I would have been a great wrestler, though. 112 pounds of pure muscle. La 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 la, twilly twilly dum, bang bang, shoo little little Nickelodeon. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jason. Yeah. And welcome to episode <laughs> 74. Wow. We're gonna, this is the second part in our Ernst trilogy. We're going to be talking Killer Ernst. They've stepped it up from Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he became a killer really quick. This, uh, yeah, the bloodbath that I was expecting <laughs> made the, uh, the wife and kid leave the room before I washed. <laughs> uh, Jason, you were here for Cowboy Ernst, the first part of the trilogy. I think you're going to see it through with us. Oh, absolutely. You don't just uh, walk out on the Nickelodeon <laughs> version of Star Wars partway through. That'd be like, um, yeah, watching Empire Strikes Back and be like, I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to know what happened in The Last Crusade. I've seen enough Indiana Jones. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, would you recommend to the listener that they go back and listen to Cowboy Ernst if they haven't, uh, you know, will they be missing something? <laughs> I think we're going to make a few comparisons for sure. Okay. You're, you're going to want to know what came before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very good. Um, I don't know if you were aware of this, that Cowboy Ernst was our 47th episode. I and this was... is 74. Just Wow. Cool. <laughs> oh. Jason's it's head hurts. Together. <laughs> I, didn't, I was not aware of that. Um, yeah. What's most amazing is there's that been that many episodes yeah. in between. <laughs> what have we talked about? Wow. Uh, that That is a long time. Yeah. Well, welcome like, back, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, the year's almost over, so we're going to have yeah. to round out the trilogy pretty soon. <laughs> I think we only have Magnum Ernst left. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> Clear your schedule. Uh, before we do that, we always love hearing from you guys. Uh, so we got a couple letters here. The first one is from our old buddy, Ethan. Ethan says, Hey guys, been listening to the pod consistently, but haven't had time to write in. My wife and I just had a baby, so it's been hectic. Hey, congratulations, Ethan. I think that justifies an air horn. There you go, buddy. Uh, but I just listened to the Favorite Acquired Shows episode, and I have to say it may be my new favorite BOC episode. The Rupert debate is one of my all-time favorite moments of the podcast. It's a topic that most never discuss when it comes to 90s Nick. It's also one of the toughest lists to make personally. Most of these shows I haven't watched since I was a kid, so I'm also giving my list based on that qualification. So here's what he said. Number five, Beetlejuice. One of the few non-Nick cartoons that would actually make me laugh out loud. Number four, Looney Tunes. I have memories of fighting sleep on the couch just to watch this show, uh, which made the episode all the more ridiculous at times. Number three, Gumby. I've always been a fan of the surreal, and Gumby may have been Nickelodeon's best helping of that. Number two, Tiny Toons Adventure. He doesn't give any comment, just (laughs) there it is. 
There's uh, not too much to say. About <laughs> it, uh, that that looking back, that was a heavily watched show for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, always now, in rotation. Trying to go back and rewatch it. You just don't go there, you know. <laughs> Uh, and number one, Muppet Babies. This may have been my favorite show on TV at the time. I'm a huge Muppets fan, and I'm fond memories watching it with my late grandmother. I love how it blended animation with live action, often showing clips from or making references to movies or other shows. A really fun concept for kids, and appealing to both younger and older children. Muppet Show would have probably have made number one or two on my list, but my memories of watching it weren't from Nickelodeon, but on VHS tapes. Interesting. His close call was Land of the Lost, only because I don't remember as much as the others, but growing up, I really used to look forward to when this would come on. It was very surrealistic, which the poor quality only added to. This may crack the top five if I rewatch it again. Uh, so his Ferguson, I liked all the acquired shows from the 90s, but if we're going to go with shows after the 90s, then I'd have to say Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That show was whack to me. Uh, <laughs> keep up the amazing work, guys. I still think you should do a Michael vs. Pinsky debate episode. Okay, consider that your friend Ethan. Thanks, Ethan, and congrats on your baby. I assume you named it Joey. <laughs> Maybe Ben. Ben Maybe Ernst. Ben. That's what I was thinking. Ben, er- ben Ernst Ethan. <laughs> uh, well, this next one's from Bob. He says, hey, blowholes. I just listened to the Favorite Acquired Shows episode, and I'd like to give you my list, but first a bunch of stray observations. I really liked David the Gnome. Perfect. (laughs) Swift, David's fox friend, and mode of transportation spoke to my years-long desire for a dog. I also remember liking Rupert, but I don't remember a thing about it now except the theme song. David the Gnome's theme song is also a classic. I can't believe how dismissive of the show you were, Joey. I guess your heart isn't true, or else you would enjoy the show, too. Come at me, Bob. Listen, me and Bob have been feuding a little bit. He's called me out on my closed captioning. Rightly so. Um, Maybe you were onto something, though, because I just saw on the opening theme credits that Harvey Weinstein was a producer. Mm, Weird. Yeah. Yeah. My close calls would be Ghost Rider and The Busy World of Richard Scarry. I remember Ghost Rider a ton. I wanted to be a writer as a kid, so I ate that show right up. <laughs> uh, his top five are five, Beetlejuice. Oh. Four, Inspector Gadget. Three, Muppet Babies. Two, Tiny Toons. And one, Garfield and Friends. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I tried to rewatch Garfield and Friends recently. <laughs> wow, that doesn't stop. <laughs> that, that cracked your list, right? Um, man, I don't even remember. I think it. Yeah, list. I think it did. <laughs> we I definitely talked. About I definitely it. like it. We'll say or liked it. Muppet Babies. I didn't. I thought it came first before the Muppets. Mm. I just assumed they were babies and oh. they grew up and became the Muppets. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. So yeah. It was a heartbreaker when I found out. <laughs> it was like a look back. Jason and I had a long talk yesterday. <laughs> I don't remember a whole lot about Beetlejuice other than the theme and that I had Beetlejuice toys. I remember the movie too and it freaked me out as a kid. I loved Inspector Gadget. That transforming van was really neat and Penny's book computer was the coolest damn thing I had ever seen. I drew buttons and a screen on a notebook and carried it around. I wanted one so bad. Fozzie was my favorite Muppet and Muppet Baby. 
Yeah. There's an episode where Miss Piggy makes fun of Fozzie's jokes and he gets sad and quits being a comedian. Oh, man. It crushed me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of respect for Miss Piggy because of that episode. <laughs> Even though she likely apologized. Bob holds grudges. <laughs> As for Tiny Toons, I think I've completely conflated Animaniacs and Tiny Toons. Oh. Did they both have Hollywood cameos, like, all the time? I think they did. Yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah. I always felt that Animaniacs was probably my favorite non-superhero cartoon of all time, huh. but it might have been Tiny Toons this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Animaniacs had the state capitals and countries of the world songs, mm-hmm. but Tiny Toons had Parnacle Man and Istanbul. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what I like anymore. <laughs> With that distinction still up in the air, I crown Garfield and Friends as my favorite acquired <laughs> Nick show. Garfield's voice was so well done. Even when he got excited, he still sounded tired. I still sing the theme song to myself all the time, especially the line that goes, I hope you bring lots of spaghetti. And then I I think his name was Wade the Duck goes, Mm -hmm. I'm scared. (laughs) That always cracks me up, and to this day when I say I'm scared, I say it in that exasperated voice. (laughs) This was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. As always, thank you guys. No love from Alaska yet. Bob. No love from Alaska yet. But thank you, Bob. Yes, thank you, Bob. <laughs> Was that theme song to Garfield and Friends, is that about half the episode, the theme song, if memory serves? <laughs> the theme, it's, it, it's, it's, it's really it's long. Yeah, it's on the but, longer side, but I yeah. like it. Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. hate it. I just time remember my daughter, like, squirming. Yeah. Uh, Man, now I forget. Time to party. Yeah, or some, something like that. Man, it has party sure. in the title. But no. I think that might be an Andrew W.K. song. Uh, but it's definitely... <laughs> It's, it's a fun one. It's a real celebratory occasion. I tried to show my daughter that cause she likes cats and farm animals, and mm-hmm. that's that's where we watched the one episode, and I, I don't think she made it through the theme song. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm like, hold on, it's going to get better. And then the show happened, and I was like, I'm sorry, honey. Daddy won't lie again. <laughs> All right, so I've got a letter here Ooh. from Maggie. Cool. Dear dudes, let's start this email off with a big subject, closed captions. I'm totally with Joey on this one. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's weird not to watch TV and movies with it. High I'll, five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even do you one better. I like to turn on the captions and audio guide so I don't miss a single detail. I understood The Last Jedi, no spoilers, so much better when some British dude explained the action scenes. Anyway, here are my thoughts on the call. I just want to... I don't ever watch the the commentary, uh-huh. but I'm glad she understands the action scenes better. I'm, I'm, I'd actually like more. You're on glad that. for Maggie. I'm glad for her. Yeah, I mean that's great. I just I would like to know more from her. Yeah, I would be interested in knowing what he explained in the action scenes because I'm not going to go in and watch the audio. So you scenes. want Maggie to email us back? Yeah, and, and tell us how that British dude helped her out. Okay, personally. All right. All right. Anyway. Here are my thoughts on the call. Okay. <laughs> First and foremost, I'm a sucker for a good love story, and the relationship between Joyce and Hub <laughs> is up there with the bus driver, Stu, and Sally. I also think Hub got a pretty bad deal at the end. He crafted his entire life and career since the seventh grade around mom, and he gets dumped. Poor, poor Hub. I don't know if I agree with that, though. I mean, Hub knew she got married, and he continued with it, which seems, you know, he's making decisions. He made the choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
poor, poor hub. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Little Pete's group intro had me laughing like crazy. The body cheese joke was comedy gold. <laughs> My only problem was that their journey was very similar to the Nightcrawlers, but not nearly as memorable. I thought the location of the payphone was fitting, yeah. and it reminded me of those creepy commercials about drive-in theaters disappearing. <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the blind. <laughs> to finish up, the call had a big plot and pulled it off well. Even after you find out who the call was for and why, you can notice how Hub and Mom are completely in control of the plot. It's a tough one to rename because it shares the title of my third favorite Backstreet song. Feel free to play a clip. <laughs> Sorry, man. <Maggie. laughs> but I think I'll go with May 15th, 1967. Oh, for the name of the episode. Yep. Mm, I like it, yeah. just the date. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Very reminiscent of that uh, Stephen King book. Mm. Right. Better though, I think. You think this? Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that particular date lineup much better. <laughs> um, and what is it? Eleven twenty-two, sixty-three. Sixty-three. Yeah. yeah. This is much better <laughs> into it. Did it did it pick that up? Well, you did. Um, but then then hers would have to be five fifteen ninety-seven. Yeah, I or like 67, it. 55167. I like it more all written out. I think I think Stephen King dropped the ball. Oh, she yeah. went November. Should have said November. <laughs> okay. Um, and here's my favorite quote of the episode. It's on me. It's biting. Postscript. Shout out to Cowboy Ed. He rocked. Sincerely, yeah. Maggie, the strongest fangirl in the world. Ah, like it. I wouldn't want to tussle with her. <laughs> Uh, thank you, awesome. Maggie. Thank yeah. you to everyone uh, who's been reaching out. We always love hearing from you. Uh, but as Andrew said, we're talking about Killer Ernst, which is a season three, episode ten ep- yeah. uh, of Hey Dude. Uh, and this premieres on Friday, uh, June 8th, 1990, mm. uh, at 2 p.m. There's uh, that golden time time. slot. Yeah. <laughs> Nickelodeon <laughs> loves that. One hour before you're out of school. (laughs) Did you see Hey Dude? Nope. Not again for the 50th time. (laughs) Nope. I was in seventh period again. (laughs) I'd be curious uh, to to do like a a case study on how many people did skip seventh or eighth period or whatever they needed to to get home to see that episode. I bet it's high. But again, Hey Dude is a show that does not seem like it's for anyone. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I just, I like it. I just can't figure out the target audience. I, the the time slot is puzzling. I have it written here in my notes. Who is this show made for? (laughs) Okay, so it's, uh, it's June of 1990. Here are some things that happened that month uh killer ernst actually aired on the same day of the final episode of it's the gary shanling show oh, uh, which oh. is kind of one of those shows that a lot of people consider to have um i don't know one of those like break the fourth wall yeah. type of comedy shows um cowboy the cowboy channel on cable tv begins transmitting <laughs> and i've never i've never seen i i guess i didn't even know there was a cowboy Did channel it turn into the cmt um, At some point, no, I I looked it up online, okay. and there's still a Cowboy Channel. Apparently, 25 million people get it, um, so it's a thing. <laughs> and it seems kind of fitting, you know. In 25 case. million yeah. people might have access to it. I don't know if they get it. <laughs> uh, Doctor Jack Kavorkian assisted an organ woman. 
Oregon woman to commit suicide, beginning a national debate over the right to die. Wow, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, not that specifically, but I remember the Kevorkian thing. Just very big in the 90s. Very big. You hear yeah. the name, you knew what it meant, you didn't want to make your doctor. Yeah. And <laughs> it was have... a joke. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not making a joke now. That was the joke back then. As Come a kid, on, you didn't Jason. really understand it's it. It's too soon. I'm six. I don't want Dr. Kevorkian to be my doctor, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, well, the man is dead, Jason. <laughs> I'm also not six still. <laughs> Uh, the, the next day, I thought this was interesting, the next day the Supreme Court rules family members cannot end lives of comatose relatives unless those relatives previously made their wishes known. Hmm. So, kind of just like... Does it have to be written, I'm assuming? Uh, I guess it would have to be documented. Yeah. I, 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 I told, told you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> she said, if she's out for a day or two... Listen, listen, <laughs> listen Doc, I don't lie. <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? Burger King, uh, begins using Newman's own salad dressing. And I think that was like a temporary thing, because I don't think they use it anymore. (laughs) But, uh, a classy move there. Uh, the Supreme Court also, uh, says laws prohibiting the desecration of the U.S. flag are unconstitutional. That destroying of the U.S. flag is part of freedom of speech. Wow, that's that, I mean, that feels recent. I would have thought that was a long, long long-standing law. Um... The 44th NBA championship is played, and the Detroit Pistons beat the Portland Trail Blazers four games to one. Uh, Adam Sandler joined Saturday Night Live that month. Hmm. Um, Moldova declares their independence in June of 1990. Uh, TV Guide selects Arsenio Hall as the TV personality of the year. That makes wow. sense. <laughs> Ju- no. <laughs> The only thing I don't understand there is it's June. Why are they picking the personality of the year in June? It probably has to do with uh, television seasons. Oh. That would be in the downtime for seasons, right? Yeah. Sounds right to me. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Uh, And then Evan Spiegel, American internet entrepreneur and co-founder and CEO of Snapchat, uh, was born that month in Los Angeles, California. And to quote somebody from the 90s, what's the internet? (laughs) (laughs) To quote someone in 1990, yeah. (laughs) What's an app? Uh, So that's a little about the events. Music of 1990, uh, the number one songs that month belonged to Madonna for one week with Vogue. Um, For one week, uh, Wilson Phillips, Hold On. That's a classic. Uh... Let's see what else we got. Rock set for two weeks has It Must Have Been Love. Yeah. <laughs> you know that one? <laughs> I think that was on one of those uh, compilation CDs, you mm. know, like on yeah. those commercials. I don't, I don't know it. I'm, oh, uh, I'm, t- I'm one for three so far. Which, which one did you know? Madonna. Okay. Um, we also have uh, some music released that month. Uh, so New Kids on the Block released Step by Step. Uh, and that, that song... I think that's why the show was called Step by Step. From that song, name. You really, really think so? No, I, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I'm either. Just, it just... <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna go ahead on a limb and doubt it. Yeah, you think? yeah. Because well, it's I a don't com- know, it might have been so big they were just like, let's ride this. It's train. a common phrase, though. That's that's why yeah. I'm with. It's a common phrase, so I think it might be coincidental. When did Step by Step start? Uh, June of 19. 19- no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Also released that month, uh, Sonic Youth releases an album, uh, Bad Company, uh, Mariah Carey's debut album. 
which is called Mariah Carey, also mm. comes out that month. So I think that was a coincidence. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Very bold. Uh, movies of ni- uh, June of 1990 for one week. Total Recall is number mm. one. <laughs> I have not watched it in a while, but it's a terrific movie. Nah, I'm gonna rewatch it as soon as I finish my 30-second viewing of Roadhouse this month. <laughs> Uh, for one week, another 48 hours, and then for two weeks, Dick Tracy. So, hmm. um, I don't remember another 48 hours quite well, but 48 hours is the action comedy with Nick Nolte <laughs> and uh, Eddie Murphy. And I did air quotes. I don't know if you could hear me doing this, but <laughs> these action comedies of the early 90s, late 80s really lacked in the comedy and they were pretty brutal in the action. So it, it, I watched it recently, and I was like, what? And I saw it back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. So I, I don't remember Another 48 Hours, but I'd imagine more of the it's same. It's a sequel? Yeah, it's, it's uh, Another 48 Hours is a sequel to why, 48 why do, Hours. Why do that? Why do a sequel? Yeah. Was it that popular? Yeah, it had Eddie Murphy in the... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> uh, so, of those three movies, Total Recall, Another 48 Hours, Dick Tracy, what, where are you going? Oh, Total Recall for sure. I, I do like Dick Tracy, mm-hmm. but based on watches, Total Recall. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Total Recall. Yeah, clean sweep. Yeah. It's a great one. Um, also released that month, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Oof, love it. Very good. Uh, wacky. Very wacky in comparison to... Yeah. There's an interesting story behind why it was like that. And it'd be more interesting (laughs) if I could remember it. But that would be interesting. (laughs) Well, just tease the people and they can go research it. Yeah, there there was something... They just like every possible dumb idea they could squeeze into one. Like, hey, we're going to have a shopping gremlin. And it might not be a real story, but like somebody did a bit about it. But Mm -hmm. that movie, they just like... It got real goofy real fast compared to the first one. Which was goofy, but not real goofy. (laughs) (laughs) Just enough goofy. Just enough goofy. Uh, Also released that month, Days of Thunder hmm. and Ghost Dad. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, pretty good month. Not bad. Yeah. For yeah, ni- for 1990, okay. pretty good. A lot of people really like Days of Thunder. It's a Tom Cruise. Yeah, that yeah. racing movie. I haven't actually seen it, but I know people that are into it mm-hmm. are really into it. It's not <laughs> like, oh, Days of Thunder. It's like, Days of Thunder. <laughs> uh, and then for video games, the only thing I could find released on June 1st of 1990, Origin releases Ultima uh, 6, The False Prophet. And I was wondering, because like video games weren't, there weren't a ton by 1990. There was already a sixth Ultima. <laughs> that was probably like on the Commodore before that, or uh, maybe uh, one of those weird ones. <laughs> cool. Uh, so that's a little bit about uh, June of 1990. Shall we start digging into Killer Ernst? Yeah, we better. It's the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> Well, the episode starts with Ernst, shot on Ernst, Mm. behind his computer, and he's (laughs) losing his cool uh, as he realizes that the revenues are down another 6% due to the mid-season slump. (laughs) Man's on top of his accounting ever since his days at accounting college. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) They really cement that in the Ernst type of episode. Mic drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
Um, but while he's going over the finances, he gets distracted by a wrestling match on TV. <laughs> and he ends up straining his neck <laughs> yeah. as he's imitating the wrestling moves. What we need around here is some action. Oh. And Bulldog Billy has the mask marauder in a deadly hammer headlock. Oh, bouncing the mask marauder all over the it's ring. It's Out! It's oh! Looks uh, like no it's Oh, what do you mean? Oh, all she needs is a triple hand reversal. Yes! A triple hand I feel like I've never seen anyone but a child uh, yeah. <laughs> like start like thrusting their fists in the air as if they're the one fighting. The most interesting thing about the whole scene is when he, right after he hurts himself, like, what can I do to downplay this so nobody knows I yes. hurt myself? Yeah. I'll wear a tie. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've hurt my neck and thought... <laughs> I will hide this. But the bigger question I had here was, why is he so embarrassed of a strained yeah. neck? He's acting oh, as because a... he doesn't want anybody to find out how he strained it. Right. Yeah. Like you just said, he you've never made... seen a grown man do that. Like... But isn't it easier just to be like, yes, I strained my neck doing... Yeah. I yeah. slept on it funny. <laughs> yes. Like, I slept on it funny while wrestling. Oh, shoot, I blew it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'll wear a tie. <laughs> Well, after the intro, mm. Mr. Ernst has gathered all the kids around for a meeting, and he tells them that they're going to stage a wrestling match in order to drum up more business. I hate to interrupt, but uh, what does this have to do with the ranch? Good point! We are going to stage a wrestling match right here at the Bar None. The Bar None presents Captain Lou versus the Masked Marauder. Wow! Hey, hey, stop it, okay? Are you serious about this? <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. After the meeting, Jake manages to fix Mr. Ernst's neck injury in a very, <laughs> like, weird, uh, forced kind of moment. Yeah. What is it now, Jake? Uncle Ben, I can help you. I am fully trained. You you stay away from me, you hear? I'm, I'm going to call your mother! Oh! Ooh, I felt that way over here. Wow! I've got my neck back again. Jake, what did you do? Ah, the ancient art of shamusu, Japanese massage. It's going to be in my book, chapter 11, I think. You know what, Jake? You might be almost human after all. You don't I mean, get to see what he actually does. No, but. Forced forced is a good word for like a lot of the comedy on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I, I had a, a note that there was a lot of jokes that I mean, I think they were jokes, <laughs> but a lot of them fell flat because they, like, had no frame of reference. Like, a, the one about his uncle being tight on the wall, and it's like, yeah, but you never mentioned your uncle yeah, before, yeah. so it's like, is he particularly tight? And there was a lot of that in this episode. Yeah. There was some gold, too. <laughs> there oh, surely was. Really? Yeah, there, oh, there yeah, was. Yeah, I, gotta, okay. I, I wrote my, my two favorite down, so... <laughs> Andrew, do you, ha do you have that. a favorite in mind? I do have one. Okay. Yeah. Do you have the pinnacle of the episode again? <laughs> mine, mine, yeah. yeah. Good. Um, soon we see the phones are ringing off the hook as people call in to buy tickets for the big event. Yeah. Which is just, uh, there's no, nothing happens between these scenes. So it's like... They come up with the idea for the wrestling match, and next thing you well, know... Well, he does yeah. say that he actually set it up. He set it up before yes, the scene yes, takes he place, and he talked to the guy's manager, and it's legitimate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's legitimate so far. But how much time would have had to pass between his impromptu camp meeting and the telephone ringing? Because by the time the telephones are ringing, the one of the wrestlers is walking in the Was door. Was that a commercial break? 
because a lot of time can pass during a commercial <laughs> I break. I don't think it was a commercial break. It seems break too yet. early. seems yeah. far too early yeah, for a commercial did. break. There were a couple, though, noticeable ones in this episode. <laughs> um, so while the kids are busy selling tickets, the masked marauder's costume arrives in the mail. Mm. Strangely. Foreshadowing. He's sending it, he's sending it, he's, he's sending it early for some reason. A very strange decision. <laughs> I, I, I'm so eager. I never carry more than five pounds with me on a trip. And that, that costume looked to weigh about two to three, so yeah. they could have set him over. Right, so the mass marauder sends his costume. Yeah. Because he's going to be a little longer. Yeah, I guess. But someone's coming through that door. Yes. Yeah, Lou, Captain Lou shows up now, mm-hmm. and he just rattles off a bunch of demands for the oh, kids. Man, oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, and Wait. a great performance. Yeah, we'll, we'll hear right a little. from the get-go. <laughs> Let's hear a little bit here. You got a room for me, I'm... Uh... Sign here, Captain Lou, sir. Uh, you, Skinny, take these to my room. And uh, you, Smiley, where's the sauna? Oh, we don't have a sauna, per se, but you can lie out on a rock, you know, in the sun. Hey, what do you think I am, sonny, you lizard? What have you got in here? It feels like rocks, rocks, okay? You lift them? No, you dweeb. I eat them. It helps my digestion. And uh, you, cutie, I want you to get a plate of raw meat in my room in a half hour. And I want a wake-up call every 20 minutes tonight. You got it? Sure. Why? Because it makes me mean, all right? Now, where's the nearest pet store around here? Um, at the mall. Why? Well, I want you to go out and I want you to get me a dozen rawhide doggy chews. Got what I mean? I like to chew on something when I'm working out. Now, where's the whirlpool? Uh, we don't have a whirlpool in the strictest sense of the word. Oh, but Danny and Jake could get into the pool and kick their feet. It's the same effect. I know. Uh, it's you cute. I know I'm not going to like this place already. <laughs> Pleasure meeting you. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Uh, were you, real fast, were you familiar with Captain Lou as yes. a real wrestling yeah. figure? Yeah. Uh, well, I knew him more from his time on the Super Mario Brothers. Right. Super that, show. I found that in my research. <laughs> and it's funny before nothing I gets found by that, you, Jason. <laughs> nothing. Before I found that, I actually thought, I'm like, man, this guy could probably pull off a Mario. <laughs> really? You thought that? Yeah, I really. I'm this like, guy's the perfect Mario. Yeah. Oh, and I don't think I watched the Super Mario show. I just thought mm. he had that something. Yeah. You know. Okay. And I think he did. Yeah, he, <laughs> he definitely did. did. He definitely, he definitely did. did. Yeah. Um. So, uh, moments later, another bag of mail arrives, like a second batch of mail, which I found weird after the costume. Um, well, the costume was like FedExed. Yeah, I guess. So they, as yeah. a package <laughs> receiver, they come from different different people at different times, and it can be okay. on top of okay. each other. When you're okay. out, but they're out in the middle of the desert. <laughs> It's TV. <laughs> oh. Oh, it is? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but in a weird moment, Mr. Ernst hurts his back trying to lift this bag of mail, which also contains a, a bunch more... Uh, <laughs> Requests for tickets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it must be a little while later, I guess. It's got to be. It's, I mean, you, back then, too, mail must have taken, like, what, four days to yeah. arrive? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, outside, Mr. Ernst and Captain Lou get in an argument about the guests watching Lou train. Oh, boy. He's not having it. No. Uh, the captain threatens to leave, but Mr. Ernst convinces him to stay by promising to pay him in full up front. That's a reasonable... That's all. That's reasonable. Yeah. There's a lot of unreasonable <laughs> things that happen in these shows, but that's like, oh, that makes total sense. Yes. The guy wants to leave. Let's pay him up front. We know we're going to make some money. Right. You look like that's it, Jake. I want you to get those turnbuckles nice and snug. 
You know, Lou, uh, my friends call me Lou, but you can call me a uh, captain. Uh, right, Captain. <laughs> you know, these billboards here are my idea. <laughs> a little extra revenue, know what I mean? <laughs> That's right, kids. I want those ropes as tight as my Uncle Jim's wallet. A ring will be ready uh, later on today. You can start working out tomorrow. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think it stinks like a pair of uh, weak old socks. What? what? And, uh, you know, by the way, where's the press? I mean, uh, where's the photographers around here? You know, uh, I wrestled Hulk Hogan last year. I mean, I deserve the coverage. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, uh, hey, I'm going to break my manager's other arm. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, everybody, uh, take five. Uh, buddy, uh, you want to go uh, run get your super spy camera? Uh, Lou, uh, Captain Lou would like some photos. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, what are these geeks all doing out here looking? What geeks? Right uh, those, those geeks. Uh, yeah, those yeah. are our, uh, our, ge our guests. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, today it's free, but uh, starting tomorrow it'll be $2 ahead to watch you train. Watch me train on this? No, nobody watches me train on this. You got that? Nobody. Well, come on, Lou. Uh, the occupancy is up 20%. we got to give the so. guests a little incentive. Oh, you want to give the guests some incentive, Ernest? I'll tell you what we're going to do. If I catch one person out there watching me train, I personally am going to reach in, tear your spleen out, and then dance all over it. Have you got it? Do you have it? Re reach in, spleen. Yeah, right. Dance, dance all over it. I got it. Dance all over it. Everybody clear out. Clear out. Uh, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a few little things in the contract go ahead. I'd like to go over with sure, you. Sure, go ahead. I'll, I'll go get it. Okay? Yeah, go ahead. I'll, 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 I'll be go right ahead. back. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. But is it is it this moment where, as he's offering that, um, Jake and oh, yeah. the other ranch dude... Hey, hey, yes. there's a phone call. There's a yeah, phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. do this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is... I'm pretty sure there was a similar moment in Cowboy Ernst where they're trying to warn him of something. And right. He's like, no, no, no. And <laughs> yeah. That was a bit... That was. I'm like, didn't he learn from Cowboy Ernst? <laughs> they, they quit because I, I assume the information they want to pass along is that the mass marauders Almost are definitely. coming. Yeah. Yeah. And they quit so easily. Uh, they gave it a good three or four tries. Well, Mr. Know? Ernst pretty much sends Jake to his room. Right. And, and, the, yeah. and they just kind of throw their hands up in the air like, oh, there's just nothing else we can do. But you could have just blurted it out. Right. Yeah. But then... Yeah. Yeah, because the guy'd leave. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't need this. I'm pulling out. I mean, I'm an authentic all-American hero. Well, you can't do that. I can't do that? Ernest, you know who I am. I'm Captain Lou, master of the seven seas. I mean, hey, I've been in People magazine. You know what I mean? I, I know, but, but, but let's talk about it. If it's about money, maybe maybe I can uh, come up with your, your whole take uh, uh, right up front, you know, in cash. No, what do you say? Huh? I, I wouldn't do that. There, there's a call I think you better take. Jake, you're supposed to be on phone duty. I am on phone duty, but there's a call you should take. Later, Jake. Well, what do you uh, say? Well, if it's, uh, if it's all in writing and you oh, got it up front here, give me No this. problem. I'll just uh, add a little paragraph down here at the bottom okay. and then you sign it we'll be all no, set no no I, I really don't think you should uh, hey what's Andy Lauper up to these days he thinks he needs another drummer no but uh, hey I could use another punch in there oh, okay okay uh, listen uh, that's my nephew he's, uh, he's just been out in the sun a little bit too long catching you so, uh, why don't you uh, why don't you go lay down in your room for a week okay now if you'll just uh, sign right here okay. at the bottom of the here we go here we oh, go uh, there's also a kind of weird aside here where Captain Lou gives Danny some of his juice. What are you looking at? Uh, nothing. It's a uh, pineapple orange. You want a sip? Oh, my favorite. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> that's sour. What's the date on it? 
A year ago last April, uh, I like juice that's turned. It uh, keeps my blood pumping. <laughs> I gotta say, a I, very weird aside. I love Captain. Lou. I mean, he's he doesn't do anything I don't love. He's great. Yes. Uh, the the gag being that he only drinks well expired yes, juice yeah. he likes to get the, his blood yeah, pumping. Yeah. Everything he does is about getting himself ready right. for the ring. I, ad- I admire his dedication. <laughs> to Truly, his performance. I, I think some of that stuff is probably borrowed from real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably not the expired juice, but I think some of them. <laughs> Um, so Mr. Ernst finds out that the Masked Marauder can't wrestle because he was injured in a kiln explosion. <laughs> and that seemed like that was supposed to be a joke in the episode. Yes, yeah. And that's another one of those, like, it just kind of, he, he likes to decorate mugs and everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't react as if it's... Yeah, like, puzzling or anything. They're just like, oh, okay, that's what he does? Right, that totally makes reasonable. And it, and it is reasonable. <laughs> it, People can do two different things with their. I think he was but... really trying to like deliver that as like a flat, funny, like really funny moment, like almost waiting for the laugh if there was a laugh track. Yeah. but there's not, so it's like <laughs> just a silent moment. Yeah, I imagine that is probably part of the problem. Is they just they're almost delivering it as a sitcom, yeah. but there's just no audience yeah. to back them up. Right. <laughs> um, so this. P- puts Mr. Ernst on the hook for the money that he promised Lou and all the ticket sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we now have piled up. And you can you can see around the bar none that um, signs are up. The yeah. wrestling match and they're advertising. You can see that because you watched it clearly. I had no idea what those signs said. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we should get into it. That uh, I think you guys watched a free stream. Uh, just yeah. You watch online. Yep. I couldn't tolerate it. Uh, I got about, I'd say, so I tried about four different free versions online, and they were all, like, immediately yeah. started with that VHS, like, <laughs> <Track>. like, like <laughs> they yeah, continued like, with it. <laughs> so, uh, so I am almost immediately just ordered it off of Amazon, and let me tell you, hey, dude, I think it, it deserves better, because um, I really enjoyed watching it. So what did you pay, $2? <laughs> I paid a dollar ninety nine, just shy of two dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay, no tax. <laughs> oh, probably. You know, you're probably right. Yeah. I okay. kind of like the bad quality. It's almost like I'm watching it back then. I, I could go for like a, if there's like if there's Slightly, ten degrees of quality, yeah. ten's the highest, one's the lowest. I could go with one more degree. Okay. And it'd be perfect because it's just. A, I'm like, who's this guy in this show? Oh, that's Ernst. I should know that. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have to be squinting like, buddy. Oh, darn it, that's Danny. (laughs) Um, Well, this is a moment where we get a commercial break in the episode, so... Yeah. Why not go to our own commercial break? Sounds good to me. A device of the bulldog. Washington's laying down the wall. The Undertaker will bury those diffs. Not with these WWF figures running wild. Hit sold separately, dig it! Fantastic flowers made by me. I'm making a beautiful bouquet of flowers. Wow, so many colors. They smell pretty. Fantastic flowers made by me. Nutty Putty is a putty in a very nutty guy. You get the picture, you can stretch, you can bounce, you know what? Nutty Putty! There's pink putty, yellow putty, orange and blue. Each sold separately in front for you. Nutty Putty is a putty that's as nutty as a nutty putty guy. And now we're back. <laughs> always love, always love taking a look back. Yeah, Me too. Yeah, nice to see what aired. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to keep the ranch from going out of business, 
The kids convince Mr. Ernst to wrestle as the masked marauder. Right. And she noted that he has wrestling experience. Yes, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you, <laughs> you want to go into it at all? Yeah, yeah. back at accounting college, because yeah. that's a thing. Um, he was... he. I missed this due to quality errors, mm. but he when he tried out, he got hurt like immediately, yeah, right? right? Hurt his yeah. back and yes. ended up being the water boy, but they still called him Killer Ernst, yeah. which they didn't. <laughs> Explain. Unless you, <laughs> do you need an explanation? I mean, kind of. If he was Ernst. the water boy, like, did he give somebody <laughs> okay, like bad water? <laughs> People were just dropping on the. I, I dehydrated team. in the middle of my match. I got killed. Killer Ernst. Yeah, that's maybe maybe that's why he had to like flee to the desert. Uh, Ooh, oh, there could be a lot oh, more. Of okay, this. all right. It's kind of like a Breaking <laughs> Bad type. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just really good at pretending he's a bumbling fool. Yeah, yeah, but secretly, you mess with him, as we may soon find out. Yeah, what what happens next? Maybe this is what happened to Ted. Oh. Do they never explain Ted? I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, um, that's right, somebody was missing. Ted. Yeah. I, I was like, I didn't think that Jake was the same guy from last time. Yeah. Right? He's the different one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brad's here, Melody's here, Buddy, Danny... <laughs> All the rest. All the rest right. of the yeah. game. But Eventually, somebody Ted? named Kyle joins the uh, the cast I yeah. saw, but yeah. he wasn't in that one, so no. yeah. maybe he'll be in Magnum Ernst. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, so Mr. Ernst briefly trains for his wrestling match in just another odd... Again, they had this segment kind of in Cowboy Ernst, too, yeah. where they're trying to like get him... It's like Psyched a up. montage scene, but like one or two moments. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not yeah. enough. Yeah. To fill How much that did space. he bench press there? Was that like <laughs> yeah, two and a half on a curling bar? <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. also, the thing is, he does that classic, like they walk away and he's just counting, but he's not lifting. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't he really want to be preparing to. You would, you would think so. I think he was so nervous about the whole ordeal because yeah. you didn't mention, but Lou has been giving him a really uh, yes. yeah. hard time throughout yes. this episode. Like yeah. He's he's in fear of his life. He is. Uh, Lou's. He's. Every time he's on screen, just fascinating yes, to watch. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, highlight of the episode for sure. Him. Yeah. One of the interesting things that happens during right before that training montage, and he's like, you got to be in good condition. And he's in the perfect condition. None. I'm like, that was supposed to... This is another one of those jokes where I'm like, I don't get it. I, what, the, what does he mean? Yeah. And nobody ever laughs at the jokes. Right. The because, yeah, it's it's so baffling. Like, right. is that... I don't get it at all. What does it mean? He's like, raw and you can sculpt them to be whatever you want? Because that makes no sense. The match is tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Like any other sport is a matter of conditioning. conditioning. And my uncle here is the perfect specimen. He doesn't have any. <laughs> hey, good. One, two, three. See, we got to build his upper body strength, all right? Uh, stopwatch and high energy juice. Okay. Keep at it, guys. Eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, All 15, right, 16, let's see how 17, doing. Good. 18, 19, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, what's next? Uh, we got the cardiovascular obstacles run to improve your coordination and mobility. Okay. Okay, start your stopwatch. Ready, set, go. Go, go. Yeah. Don't you think this is a bit much? Nonsense, keep track of time. Oh, 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 oh. Um, so Ernst 
basically decides to give up, but when he goes and starts exchanging banter with Captain Lou, he kind of backs down, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the night of the match comes, and Captain Lou quickly begins wiping the floor with Mr. Don't have me see! Just run! All you have to remember are two things. One, keep moving. Two, when you see this sign, jump out of the ring, okay? Ow. That means he's about to deep six you, okay? So when you yeah. see this sign, jump out of the ring. Okay. Fingers up okay. the nose, jump out of the ring. Got right, it. Right. And now, entering the ring, weighing in at 300 pounds, the sea monster himself, Captain Lou uh, well, one of the problems is that uh, Mr. Ernst isn't wearing his glasses. Yes. So his strategy is just to run. Yeah. That must have been nice to realize when you're watching it in that high depth you saw it in. <laughs> I couldn't tell. It's like... Oh. <laughs> you thought... I didn't know if his glasses were on or off. How would I know? Well, they well they talk his... ab- they talk about it that he was having trouble seeing, so they gave him a s- signal, which doesn't make sense since he can't see. But they t- <laughs> they told them if they tap their nose for him to dive out of the ring, that he's like in <laughs> imminent danger. Uh, yeah, we didn't talk about what the costume looks like too much either. No, but it's a red it's... blur if you're watching the VHS version. <laughs> Uh, well, the mask has like some kind of sequins on it, red sequins. Like, like he really spark- looks it's like kind of sparkly. Idiot, yeah, you know? yeah, that's I what like I it. gathered yeah. from what I could see. Ish. Where did um, where did all the, so Danny, Melody, Brad, and Jake are all, and Buddy are yeah. all on kind of his corner men. Yeah. But they all have mask marauder shirts. Where did they get them? <laughs> I didn't even notice. I mean, I couldn't tell that. The... <laughs> well, it's possible. I, I think they mentioned earlier in the episode that the manager for the mask marauder was totally on board with this. Yes. Right. And why wouldn't he be? <laughs> right. So maybe he sent the T-shirts to make it more believable. Maybe. The mask marauder was he, there. He heard Tucson, Arizona, <laughs> and he said. So yeah. just another ten days later, right? Those shirts. <laughs> he might have overnighted them. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so during the match, Mister Ernst ta- is taking so much punishment that he starts thinking that he's a kid again. Mommy, can I have my adding machine back? I promise I won't throw rocks at Daddy anymore. <laughs> Unbelievable! It's total sensory regression. What? Yeah, he thinks he's a kid again. Mommy, I, I fell down. I landed on my head, I think. Oh, oh, mommy! Jeez, oh, no, 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 no. I want my dad back! Dad back? Super weird. Um. <laughs> I think I, like, looked down to doodle. And when I looked back up again, he was talking baby talk. Yeah. Like, well, okay, it makes sense for this show. The thing about it, again, the humor, puzzling mm-hmm. humor, is that he does it, and I think, okay, this is like a one-time joke, like, oh, mm-hmm. mommy, where am I? But no, it, like, <laughs> it is kind of a crucial part of yeah. the wrestling match that he believes he's yes. a child. I'm starting to think the target audience <laughs> is actually like young, very young kids that would be at home at two. Who want to mm. feel like they're watching something that's for somebody else? Because there's mm. a lot of shows like that even now where that it's like you're watching like High School Musical would be a good example. It's clearly not made for high school level kids, but when you're watching, you're like, hey, I'm watching. I'm you know I'm eight and I'm watching High School Musical. You know, <laughs> it's for big kids. What they're playing basketball and singing. Not like us. We can't do two things at once. Why is this eight year old from New York? It's funnier. <laughs> Uh, but 
in kind of that uh, I'm older and cooler than I yeah. think I am. And I think that's might be, you know, you might be five, like, watching it and, like... Interesting theory. That is yeah. not bad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's either that or stay-at-home moms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swooning over Jake. <laughs> uh, can't wait to read chapter 11 of this book. Uh, so... So, yeah, how does this play out? <laughs> Finally, uh, Mr. Ernst ends up near the turnbuckle, and the kids, noticing what's going on, tell him that his shoes are untied so that he'll lean over to tie them. Mm. And he ends up ducking beneath Captain Lou's attack, and Captain Lou smacks his head on the turnbuckle, passing mm. him. I got it! Baby! Oh, Batman! Go, Batman! Tie your sneakers! falls over and then Ernst falls over yes. him <laughs> hitting him inadvertently <laughs> this doesn't make sense uh, because I mean throughout the episode Captain Lou is like smashing stuff over his head yeah. that hit on the turnbuckle just doesn't seem hard enough true. <laughs> he must have been at terminal velocity <laughs> <laughs> yeah we forgot to mention he came into the ring um, with a 2 by 4 like, he, cracked he, it over his head. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was just he, one too many hits. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> too much show Finally it happened. Yeah. 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 Real, real fast, because uh, I kind of meant to ask you guys this at the start, but the episode's called Killer Ernst. Going into it, did you know it was going to be about wrestling? Uh, when I immediately saw the description of the episode, when I looked it but, up. But just the name? No. no. Okay. Mm. No, I thought it was going to be something along the lines of him thinking he had killed something. <laughs> like, not like a person or maybe a person, but it was going to yeah. be like one of those where they, like, you know, he thinks he's killed something or they're trying to convince him he killed something. and Yeah. I Or just, like, convince him he was a tough guy. I thought it was going to be, like, Cowboy Ernst all over again. <laughs> like, look at how tough you are! You're the killer! Uh, and is, in some ways it is kind of. Yeah. It yeah. is interesting that they used Killer in the title. I mean, yeah. it was I'm not sure for a kid's show, though. I don't know yeah. if they would do that now. Do you think, though, I mean, back now we always know yeah. what a show is called. Back then you didn't know every yeah. single the, show oh, had yeah, a title. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, they probably didn't even think that much about it. Yeah, they probably, <laughs> after it aired, they're, well, I know they have them first, but it was his name. It was just his name. And yeah. back then people weren't killing people like yeah. that now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This conversation is probably the most thought anybody's ever put into the <laughs> title of this episode. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, I was just yeah. So Mr. Ernst wins the match, the kids congratulate him, and he passes out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> worn out, I guess. Uh, real fast, sorry. Yeah. Uh, there's, there, I wanted to see if you caught this, and maybe you didn't with the versions you were watching. Mm-hmm. Great, but, uh, yeah. but there was a guy in the audience when didn't the match is it. going on. I know what you're going to say. I <laughs> he think. was so intent. I'm going to play a clip here. Get up! Come on! Uh, this guy... I can. I, I, I noticed that, and <laughs> I think that it's like a dub over like uh, after the episode was okay. done, so it's a really too loud for the guy, yes. but it looks really funny. Yeah, yeah. he looks insane. Yeah. Like, it's almost as angry. if they told him, like, you are his trainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and that was a weird shot, too. It's like one of the only shots of not the people 
that are the main characters yeah, of the show. it's like an extreme close-up on this yeah. man in the audience. I think I was, during the actual <laughs> wrestling scene, I was looking down quite a bit at that point. Uh-huh. You don't <laughs> want to see Mr. Ernst get hurt. <laughs> I, no, I just doodling as, as I usually do when I watch TV, and I just manage, for most of the show, you don't have to be watching it to get this, the jokes, quote-unquote. Um, you can be listening. And I, I was listening and watching, but I missed a lot of that fight because I don't remember the 2 by 4 and I don't remember the face. And that would have stuck out to me for sure had I okay. seen it. There was a lot of fight yeah. to be had. Yeah. I mean, the, it, more than I like, thought. Yeah. More than the, I thought. The episode seemed very short because of how much of it was the fight. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, to get all that action in, they kind of sacrificed some of the story. Yeah. 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 I mean... I, I think they did their best. I, I it, it is clear whoever directed it had never directed a wrestling match, because um, there's like a lot of like weird like like waiting for a punch to be thrown type of stuff. Like Captain Lou knowing that like I gotta give him a second, you know. Um, that could also be the editor's fault. Yeah, I, I, you know it wasn't Brisbane's fault. He's uh, <laughs> no way. out of everybody on that show. He's got the most storied career. Sure, so. sure, sure. Um, well, it's finally sometime later. Mr. Ernst is in his office and gets a call to wrestle again. <laughs> and discovering that Jake has been booking him for more gigs, <laughs> uh, he angrily stands up and stumbles over and falls onto the ground. <laughs> Hello? Oh, uh, hi, Fearless Frank. No, no, I'm fine. Uh, Captain Lou didn't lay a hand on me. <laughs> Even the sent me a nice little thank you gift here. <laughs> Who do I want to wrestle next? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I want to wrestle again. What do you mean that's not what my manager said? Who? He came in with a signed contract? A Samoan tag team? What manager? Jake! Jake, when I get my hands on you, I'm gonna... Ow! Ow! <laughs> that, that bit with the phone and talking to the guy that, that was some of the most enjoyable stuff in there. I mean you thought so yeah, I thought it was pretty well done you, know, you, you very transcribed you know where it's going but you, and you know who did it but it's still like uh, <laughs> I see what's happening here so unbelievable but funny but he has one one victory under his belt and beating Captain Lou is no joke correct yeah um, well, yep, yeah, that's the episode. Uh, shall we talk a little bit about what it went into making it? Bios and yeah. Trivia? Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Well, I, of course, took a look at Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. Played by himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he passed away, unfortunately, in 2009. I saw that. Just under 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he was known for WWF wrestling, of course, and Super Mario Bros. Super Show, as we've mentioned. Um, and but what you may not know is that, along with Cindy Lauper, he helped usher in wrestling's crossover success into the mainstream. There was some kind of like music and wrestling program that he got started with. I, her. I saw his credits with Cindy Lauper yeah. over and over again. I didn't look into it. I just yeah. assumed he was in a music video with her. Yeah. yeah. So. The, we, Without him, there may be no uh, <laughs> popular... Yeah. Like Dwayne Johnson may not yeah. exist. <laughs> yes. Um, I know we have 
some listeners who are pretty passionate wrestling fans. So if anybody yeah. is finding this painful <laughs> and needs to correct us in any way, <laughs> go ahead and shoot us an email. <laughs> Um, the only other person I took a look at was the referee, who was played by Christopher Lee Wilkin, and I could find no information on him whatsoever. Perfect. <laughs> My favorite type of uh, person I am. I even, did he even have an IMDb? No, no IMDb page. Wow. Couldn't even, like, I looked up um, some combination of, like, it was his name and, oh, actor probably or something, and it was, like, five total results on Google, and... Four of them were salute your short. Or, I mean, hey, dude. That's interesting, because uh, at the end credits, he there's three people who they kind of, like, when the yeah. credits start, they mention, and they yeah. mention the referee as kind of a singular actor. Yeah. <laughs> so you would think he would have been maybe more important. Yeah. But, huh. Cool. There, uh, There's a lot of dead ends when you look up actors in yeah. uh, Hey, Dude. Um, <laughs> one of the interesting names that I didn't find anything on, and I had written it down toby huss was credited as mr ernst did you see this <laughs> i think that's a mistake on imdb yeah no I, way yeah. Someone... I, I i thought maybe it was the guy yelling in the stands like it was was uh killer ernst's father in the stands you know or something yeah. I, I and but that guy's actually been in stuff i'm like wow if yeah. i could just figure out who he was in the episode i thought possibly he was like a stunt double but he's not built like a stunt double, so... I can't think of I have who. seen that. It's something weird with IMDb where he's credited as Mr. Ernst in many episodes. Okay. I think it's just a weird mistake. Okay, yeah, that's, it's weird made. because he's not credited as Ben Ernst. Yeah. He's Mr. Ernst, <laughs> well, so... Well, Toby Huss, as we know, um, he's the only actor that will act with thick rim glasses. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> no, so. uh, did you have anyone else? Yeah, so... I actually, I looked up Brad, Kelly Brown, who didn't do anything else besides Hey Dude. Right. Mm. But I did find out, nowadays, her kid likes watching Hey Dude. <laughs> How'd um, you find that out? It was in one of the things I was reading online. <laughs> uh, it was like her little quote, like, I'm a mom now, uh, and my kid likes watching the old episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing. it. I didn't watch a video about it, although I could have. <laughs> and then I did some more research on Danny Torres, who yeah. I mentioned I tried yeah. to find before, and... The only thing I found was that he's rumored deceased. Mm. Um, and this is in 2014. Uh, nobody from the cast kept in touch with him. Nobody, yeah. He's just a mystery of where he's gone. Joe Torres. He plays Danny, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just have Torres. Yeah, yeah Danny, yeah. Joe Torres. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I know that's like a big thing that uh, he's unaccounted yeah. for. But yeah. I think he's alive. I... I forget what it is, but someone did an interview with him for something mm. that might be coming out soon. Oh, I boy, just, I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. be great to track him down. Yeah, real enigma. Um, anything else, Jason, for bios? Nothing else for bios. Okay. Well, this episode was directed by Ross K. Bagwell Jr., uh, who, mm, direct, love who, love the name. who directed uh, half of the Hey Dude episodes. He directed 32 episodes of Hey Dude. Uh, in the only episode of a show called Dance Line uh, in 1993. Um, he was also a producer on Hey Dude in a show called Roller Jam. Um, he did pass I watched away. that. <laughs> he did pass away in 2008 at the age of 56. 
uh, but probably more important, and I think you talked about his dad maybe at some point, but uh, he and his father founded Cinetel Productions. Uh, we did talk about Cinetel last episode. Okay, okay. So he he and his dad were the ones that ran that. Uh, he also held the distinction of being the co-director of Elvis Presley's last concert, which aired on CBS. Wow. Um, so, hey dude, pretty much his claim to fame is hey dude and Elvis's last concert. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, he did pass away 10 years ago. Um, yeah, so he directed it. Not much else, really. The writer of the episode is a guy named Mark Cerulli. And man, this guy... His IMDb was very confusing. It did not. It does not <laughs> seem like he's written much of note. Uh, it seems like he is the producer on a lot of what are called video doc video documentary shorts. Um, I'll give you some of the names: um, the Goldfinger phenomenon, mm. behind the scenes with Goldfinger, <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Unmasked, two thousand inside Goldfinger ha- edition. <laughs> <laughs> Inside Halloween 5, <laughs> a Halloween 4, Final Cut, The Making of Slim Shady's World, <laughs> Bon Jovi TV, Halloween Faces of Fear, Twist and Shout, The Saw Story, Tripping Down Memory Lane with Roger Corman, A Hundred Years of Technicolor. Um, so he makes, it, it sounds like like bonus features. I was yeah. going to say DVD yeah. extras. Now, yeah. was yeah. the Twist and Shout, The Saw Story, was that two separate things or the same? Same thing. Okay. That's what I thought. interesting. So really interesting that he's yeah. the writer here because he, yeah, didn't write much. Maybe this is how he started. M- most of those things this seem to get his later. break. Yeah. yeah. Another Hey Dude break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. It's the same we all have story. <laughs> we all have them. <laughs> all right. Uh, you want to do some trivia? Yeah. Uh, I got a couple things. Okay. The... We might have mentioned this last time. I can't remember. The theme and background music were composed by Long Run Music. I don't think we did. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know okay. how that missed us. And uh, a special thanks for this episode went to the Tucson Film Office <laughs> and Party Rent Shop Tucson. Wow. I bet that's where they got the uh, the ring from. Ah. Uh, yep. Good call. Maybe the Mass Marauder costume. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Seem like a lot of craft supplies. <laughs> it, it's really just like a mini skirt. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay, so you mentioned Captain Lou passed away. I did notice that he was born in Rome, Italy. Oh. Mm. No wonder uh, he played Captain Marv. <laughs> Captain, Captain Mario. Yeah. No wonder he played Super Mario. Yeah, yeah. He, he was born, born to play. Super. Yeah. Because he's Italian. It's yeah. a me, Captain yeah. Lou. I want to play Mario. Yeah, good, good. Uh, there was um, one shot that I noticed just very slightly, and it probably was my crystal clear screening. Um, there's a shot of a banner at the bar none that says wrestling match, whatever. It says wrestling match. Uh, and it's staying there, but slightly to the left off the screen, you can see the arm of an extra, but they're not moving. They're, you could tell you could tell they're waiting for the camera to move, and even after the camera starts moving, like they're just standing still too long, and then they like start walking, you know. So it, I don't know. So it got a, it's almost like the Truman Show type effect, where like they're all standing around waiting to start moving. 
Um, so I, I noticed that. And then I also looked up a couple of the moves referenced. Uh, Captain Lou mentions deep sixing people a lot. <laughs> he does. That's his go-to, deep six. And that's a real wrestling move. Um, Ernst, in the, early in the episode, mentions the triple hand reversal. And I looked that up. Uh, and that does not seem to be a real wrestling I didn't think that game. was real. I know the, the half Nelson and full Nelsons are, yeah. are real. Yeah. That's almost a funny joke where he said he knows all the Nelsons. But again, it was like a... <laughs> almost a funny joke. Almost a funny joke. It's like, is it going to be... Oh, no, it's not very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Want to do some stray observations? Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this, the synthesizer version of the theme song at the beginning of the episode. Oh. So, I guess I wasn't really bad. <laughs> I just thought that was the copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can understand that mistake. Um, did you catch Jake's, uh, what Jake is proficient in? How he helps Mr. Ernst uh, fix the his... The Japanese art of something or other yeah, it's a oh massage. yeah yeah uh the ancient art of shamutsu shamusu shamusu okay is it real i didn't look it up no. i assume not <laughs> I, I assume the same thing but how dare you jake is <laughs> to be trusted um we heard some of this earlier but captain lou's demands when he came to the ranch <laughs> i caught him. Catch him yeah uh let's see he wants a bag of rocks brought Damn. to his room uh, he wants a sauna and a whirlpool. He wants a plate of raw meat in a half an hour. Uh, he wants a wake-up call every 20 minutes. I liked that one. Yeah. You remember why? So he'd wake up angry. <laughs> yeah, it makes him meaner. Uh, and he wants a dozen rawhide doggy chews. Yeah. The, the interesting thing about the rocks that I found is he, he said he liked to chew them up and eat them to help with digestion, right? <laughs> That's something birds actually do. Uh, yeah. um, you think Captain Lou really did that? No, I highly doubt it. But I thought it was fascinating <laughs> that it's like kind of a legitimate thing. Like there are species that do that. Yeah. So, not people. I'm pretty sure it'd kill people. To do it, but. Uh, yeah. Um, did you catch the last time when they saw so much mail at the Barn on Ranch? Yes, I did. It was uh, the food poisoning. Yeah. That was another one of those jokes that fell flat. I'm like, so were they getting it from people like, I got food poisoning here. Give me. They, there was no. Yeah. It's like let's start a joke and then. Like, like <laughs> yeah. the bar nun gave people food poisoning. That's how ha, I took ha. it. People wrote to us to say we got we're, food poisoning here. We're pressing yeah. charges. Did the CDC <laughs> were they contacting them a bunch? I don't know. Right. Right. Um. But did you catch uh, how much the occupancy at the barn on went up after Captain Lou? Twenty percent. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. It's a big joke. So they were down six percent, up twenty. So revenue yeah. was down six percent. Occupancy was up twenty percent. Oh. So they are two different things. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Thanks, Jesus. I don't know what the total occupancy is though. So it's you know if there were ten people and they're up twenty percent, that's twelve people. Now. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> There's a lot of people in that crowd. Yes. More extras yeah. than maybe any episode of Hey Dude. <laughs> Likely. Uh, did you catch Captain Lou's nicknames? Sure. Uh, the Sea Monster, and I heard Master of the Seven Seas. Yeah. They kept saying the Sea Monster himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the phrase. 
Um, Mr. Ernst's promoter friend, he mentioned his name once. Oh, I can't remember. You could barely make it out. I know he was at the Rotary Club meeting. <laughs> I think I missed yeah. it. Is it Abner? Nope. Uh, so close, maybe. Fearless Frank Snidley. Oh, Samsonite. That was way off. <laughs> that was way I missed that totally. Um, let's see, the Masked Marauder's Hobby. Oh, we might have mentioned this. The kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, uh, paint but war specifically on mugs, yeah, right? Yeah. Which I just, I'm like, that's a, that's interesting. Sure. Just, it's like, here's a fascinating bit of trivia about the mask. It really human, yeah. humanizes it. Right, like, it's not just one thing. Again, I thought that might have been supposed it's, to be a joke, but... It's those little details that really make a dude uh, right. come to life. You know? <laughs> I think I'm not he, sure they did... I, they didn't even do that for Captain Luke. <laughs> no. I don't think there's anything human about the guy. I think that was the whole point. Um, let's see, Captain Lou's shirts said a couple things. Sure. I saw... Well, I saw two that yeah, had phrases. Yeah. I saw pain, and I saw blood. Yeah. I guess I do remember pain. I had trouble reading his shirts. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe my favorite sight gag in the episode was while the kids were talking to Mr. Ernst and behind him you see Captain Lou carrying the ice maker <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, on his back. Just, yeah, like, back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Was that your favorite joke? Of the, was that Not your pinnacle? Not my favorite joke, but that was my favorite moment. But yeah. I, I got another joke. I okay. got a line here that I like better than that. Okay. Here, I can't wait to hear your <laughs> Wait, so is this the pinnacle? Were... Yes. Okay. The pinnacle's the ice machine. This is the best joke of the episode. Oh, okay. Here you have it. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> During the wrestling match, Ooh, not mine. Somebody said, "I want my dad back." Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was. But yes, yes. And what Jake said, "Dad back," and Captain Lou smashes Mr. Ernst in the back. <laughs> okay, uh, I think I totally That's subtle. I That's subtle. I think I was so fixated on. Buddy's bad line read of "I want my dad back," that I missed the rest of it. Right, I paid nights. I got Buddy's talking again. Yeah. It was okay. good. Maybe probably the most complex joke of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought maybe the chapter eleven was a reference to how they worry about going out of money when he said it might be chapter eleven. Maybe I don't know. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's when he's talking about his a chapter of his life on the yeah. massage. Yeah. So uh. we'll see. <laughs> Um, the final thing I noticed was uh, Captain Lou's gift to Mr. Ernst. I'm sure you caught this. Um, I'm not sure I did. Oh, no. It was a mounted fish. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had two jokes that stuck out. One is kind of like, eh, that was the, my friends call me Lou, you can call me Captain. Yes, yeah, I like that. It was yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. at that point in the episode, it was pretty much the best joke you'd heard. <laughs> but the best joke was delivered by the killer Ernst himself when he said, "I'm not a violent man, <laughs> but if you say I told you so, I I will I have my breakdown right here instead of up in my room alone." And for me, that was the I'm like that was so well delivered. It was really good. I knew yeah. he wasn't going to actually get violent, but I yeah. didn't know where it was going. Yes. Uh, I also took note of that line in the fact that it was funny. <laughs> and that, again, nobody reacted to it whatsoever in the scene. Yeah. I had an, an interesting observation about a, another one of the jokes, quotes again, that fell flat. Um, 
when he's talking about his wrestling days, somebody says, are these like when you played baseball and everyone kind of like <laughs> knowingly and they don't go into it. So <laughs> was that like a, a previous episode where it he might talked be. about playing baseball and it was a big... It might be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's season three. <laughs> Anything could have happened. Right. There, there was a lot of those where they're like expecting you to be really invested and know about this character. Like, I kind of felt that joke was like meant to just be like a... Like we were supposed to get it. Oh, it's another thing from his past that he mentioned that was dumb. And... Which is kind of how I took it, but it wasn't particularly yeah. funny without any reference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so some stray observations. Uh, what word is Ted looking up at the start of the episode in the dictionary? Muse. He's looking up muse. Uh, a uh. weird, weird decision. <laughs> since it really has just nothing to do... It sets up one of the non-funny jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it does do that. Uh, what are Melody and Brad... We haven't talked about them much. Uh, what are Melody and Brad um, doing in the background uh, at the the start of the episode when they're just sitting in the room. Mm. Uh, Jake uh, is looking at the dictionary. Man, I have no idea. They're, they were sitting on a couch, I know that. <laughs> yeah, they were, play, they were playing cards. Oh, they, were, they were playing a game of cards. Um, and I think B- Buddy was looking at a magazine, Danny was looking at a book. Um, what, what people used to do. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Yeah, because people normally would get together, hang out, and then read books and magazines instead of socializing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a book! <laughs> Stupid phone. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to sit down and read my dictionary. Uh, Mr. Ernst asked them if they know what the biggest thing is in America. Does rock any... and roll. Melody says rock and roll. And who has the right answer, do you know? Danny. With? Uh, it's pro sports. Yeah, sports. But there's <laughs> an, there's a, <laughs> there's another answer in there. Texas. Buddy says yeah. Texas. Yeah, yeah. good. Okay. Which isn't right. But it's like... You, you know, well, Alaska. It's a joke. It's the big, big thing. Alaska's yeah. the biggest. Thing being big in Texas, though, you know, is the... But they weren't in Texas. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't right. good. It was just... <laughs> Uh, how much did Mr. Ernst weigh in college? Ooh, I missed that. 112 pounds. 112 pounds. Very nice. <laughs> it's funny because I'm so rarely impressed if anybody gets a stray observation anymore. But, uh, <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Um, what magazine has Captain Lou been in? He says he's been featured in a certain oh. magazine. I, I caught that he had said that. I can't think of was it like people or something. It was yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice job. Uh, we got how much were they charging per ticket? Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. That's right. Twenty four kids. Twelve dollars. Nice. <laughs> but uh, do you remember what grade the twenty four kids were? Very good. Very yeah, good. That was an interesting thing. <laughs> um, second grade class coming. Oh, this one I'll be impressed with. Do you remember what the mailman's name was that dropped off the Mass Marauder costume? Ooh, no, I do not. Brad thanks him by name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> His name was Patrick. They must get a lot of stuff from FedEx or whatever that was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Unless he had a big tag on Well, I mean, I'm, I imagine Patrick is the guy who delivers. But there was two mailmen there. Probably in that same yeah, the scene, there were two yeah. mail mail people. One was definitely the mailman. Maybe yeah. the other both. was the package. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, what did Captain Lou's hat say? He wears it all episode. Oh, oh I could never. Probably no, there's very no hard for you guys to read it. <laughs> yeah. Even on a clear visual, it took me like 
20 minutes to figure like out. Like the red one? Yeah. I assumed it was blank. I actually thought for a moment, like, oh, a blank red hat. That's interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. It's we it was a weird choice because it's a red hat with, like, blue letters. Mm. So it, like, just kind of blends. Mm -hmm. uh, his hat said... Captain Lou, oh, first sentence, and then very long, like from side all the way to the other side, it said, death from above. <laughs> Something yeah. they say on the sea a lot, don't they? <laughs> yeah. It's not an airplane thing. <laughs> well, that makes sense for the uh, the deep six. Or... Oh. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. that's an above attack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. What does Lou threaten... Oh, why does Lou threaten to knee drop Mr. Ernst? When people are watching him? No. Was this... Yeah, that's what I There was something guessed. else that really aggravated him. <laughs> that's, that's like a lot. That's everything. Yeah, was, uh, was it because of how far he had to walk for something? No. Damn. It's just... That was the ice. He had to walk funnier. across the... It was how raw, it, his meat was not raw enough. Oh, yeah. I would have gotten there because I remember him being upset about that. I'm like, how do you screw up giving yeah. somebody raw meat? <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's talk about ratings. Uh, this episode had a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Seems kind of low for a lot of these shows we talk about. Uh, on TV.com, a 6.5 out of 10, which is extremely low on TV.com. Mm -hmm. I mean, anything below an 8 on TV.com, you're slumming. Hmm. Um, so, let's give our ratings out of 5 Krebs stars. I gave it a 2.5 out of 5. Um, same as... Yeah, I was uh, going to say, I think that's the same as Killer Ernst. Same I, as Cowboy. Cowboy Ernst. Ernst. Uh, I thought that the episode itself was not quite as good as Cowboy Ernst, but Captain Lou was a... Uh, Brought, the, brought it up, like, at least a half a star. So, it, you know, it hit that same spot for me. Okay. Like, I enjoyed it all right, but it didn't blow me away. It's weird when that doesn't happen with Hey Dude. <laughs> True. <laughs> Unheard of. I actually gave it a three because oh. I enjoyed it more, although I agree with everything you said. Lou did so much for the episode that I'm like, I'd rewind. His, his bits were so good. Especially if I could watch it yeah. clear, I think I definitely would watch that again before Cowboy Arts. Yeah. He did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> uh, I get nice. the double entendre there. Uh, so a three, because I think last time 2.7? Something, something like that, yeah. yeah. I, I was definitely in above <laughs> half, but below three. Right. So. Okay. They were close. Respectable. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I gave this a 3.5. Wow. <laughs> Captain high Lou. praise. I, I think we need to start watching these in the high depth. <laughs> you guys are going to have to start coming over. Right? <laughs> Pay the big bucks. Um, I really liked Captain Lou. Like, he kind of kept me on the... I could... He just really saves it. Uh, I, yeah. think, I think a lot of the Hey Dudes don't have anything quite as amusing or... Um, yeah, just something to really watch. And so he was something to really watch. And then the wrestling match I thought was kind of funny, even though they it wasn't very well shot. Um, so it, it actually surprised me. I felt like when I was watching Cowboy Ernst, it was just moving kind of slow. And I didn't really care what happened. And this one I was kind of wondering, you know, what's, how's this going to go down? So uh, not not a great episode of Nickelodeon, but not a certainly not a bad one, I thought. Um so I, I wonder if the quality might affect 
the rating. That's it's possible. <laughs> it definitely does. I, I just went up a full Krebster. <laughs> I'm positive it would not up it by an entire point for me. All That's right. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Come on over and watch it and see if... Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, Daddy uh, Warbucks. <laughs> you boys stop over for Magnum Ernst, you hear? <laughs> um, okay, so before we wrap her up, uh, we like to rename the episode, so it's time for Are You Afraid to Name the Episode? happy with myself on this one <laughs> that makes me happy <laughs> i called this ww ernst <laughs> i get it wow yeah Ch- winner winner <laughs> that's my vote <laughs> sorry jason <laughs> I, I don't have much I, I was just thinking along the lines of, like ernst steps into the ring okay. that gets yeah. that gets uh that takes away from the mystery of what it's about <laughs> like we said before like there's no death in this episode yeah I like it though, but and it seems like it could very well be an, a name of yes a Nickelodeon right. '90s episode. Yeah, Ernst steps into the ring. I like that. Um, well, I decided to just stick with my pattern. I called this episode "Killer Ben." <laughs> <laughs> I, I decided yeah, well, to stick. Missed with... opportunity there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess. I wish they would have said it in the episode, you know, just to... I was waiting for an alternative nickname they gave him, but yeah. they really stuck to Killer Ernst. Yeah. And, Killer yeah. Ernst is good. I like it. It's not bad. I mean, I, I yeah. like thinking of him as Killer Ernst. I yeah. would be interested in a behind-the-scenes uh, video <laughs> documentary about where that came from, from his wrestling days. I, re- I mean, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> It could be like when you call like a, a really fat guy tiny. Yeah, it yeah, could have yeah. been like one of those. Like he was they're, so soft, yeah, they're mocking him. Yeah, yeah, like killer Ernst, get me some water, hey, killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably yeah. makes more sense than our theory that he killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was trying to think of alternate. Like I played around with the Ernst Marauder. Um. But it just. Yeah. Killer Ben. That's fine. Um, so we'll post that. You guys can vote as you do. Um, but that wraps up our second part of the Ernst trilogy. Just a joy to talk about. <laughs> I like Hey Hey Dude is like, you love to just rip on it. And they give you so much opportunity. Uh, hopefully re- Magnum Ernst won't let us down. You hope it really... So you said you think you liked Cowboy better. Uh, yeah. Than this one, yeah, slightly. And you liked, I like Killer. Yeah, again, there was more story in Cowboy Ernst. Mm -hmm. Um, This one felt like half the story was a wrestling match. Yeah, but we'll have to rank them. We'll have to rank them next time once we're through them. But um, okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, I I really look forward to Magnum Ernst. Um, Yeah, but uh, I love the sound of the name. (laughs) Can't even imagine. (laughs) I'm I'm guessing it's a play on Magnum PI. So oh, I'm gonna say wow. I'm gonna okay. say that it's a detective-related episode. Yeah, that, I don't know if you guys have any guesses for what it might be. I just kept thinking of a gun, but um, like a dirty yeah, hairy, like Magnum Force. Assuming, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I like your. I could go for a Mr. Ernst spy episode. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> it would make a lot more sense than like a Mr. Ernst is a like play hard cop. <laughs> <laughs> he travels out of the dude ranch into town. <laughs> Like, uh, I just got to ask you one question. <laughs> Do you feel lucky? <laughs> uh, did Yeah, they the guy maybe like looks at him like, did you go to accounting college? Do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, all right. Well, we're not doing Magnum Ernst next. Yeah. What are we talking about next? Uh, next week, we're going to be finally delving into space cases. <laughs> By <laughs> unbelievable popular demand. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking the episode A Day in the Life. Yeah. There's some special guest appearances in this episode, so we hear. Yeah. Uh, we watched the pilot, um, yeah. which is called A Br- Breath of a Salesman. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the only one you've watched in recent memory? Yeah. Okay. Is that the only one you've ever watched? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I really am. Ex- I am kind of excited to dive into it because I have, besides Breath of a Salesman, I don't think I've watched one since the nineties. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, so it could be fun. Space cases. Um, and a couple people have asked about Podtober whether it's mm. happening. Um, if you're if you weren't with us last October, we really loaded up. We I think almost tripled the output, and we talked solely spooky nickelodeon and uh the answer is yes we're gonna do another podtober we're gonna load up on halloween themes and um so that's something to kind of look forward to uh yeah so speaking of halloween we also did an interview recently with the nostalgia society uh yeah we'll be in their next issue well their first issue of this magazine blimp that they're coming out with seems really Um, cool yeah a lot of cool people uh interviewed in there yeah and and I think it covers pretty much all things 90s kid culture. Yeah, I yeah. think um, Goosebumps, yeah. Erie, Indiana, which yes. I'm real excited about. <laughs> Are You Afraid of Dark's in there. Um, but I just, it looks really cool. I think they've put a ton of time into it. Just yeah. a really, um, I don't know, grassroots type thing. Yeah. Yeah, kind of really cool. awesome to have. So definitely, um, if you want to order a copy of one of those, um, the link is on our Instagram page. I've, we've posted it on Twitter. You can check out the Nostalgia Society's Twitter or Instagram. Um, I think definitely support them, and hopefully they yeah. make another one. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. Uh, the best way to get a hold of us, just like Ethan, Bob, and Maggie did, is to email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. And you can hear us on Podbean and iTunes. You can leave a review, tell a friend. That's really helpful. According to one of our listeners, Corey, he has told someone in Alaska. Um, they have not listened. <laughs> but maybe we'll have a big announcement on Space Cases. Who knows? Let's hope. Yeah. Um, Jason? What? <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah. <laughs> I... I, I am being very genuine when I say I cannot wait to finish this trilogy. Yeah. I, I can't wait either. I'm very excited. Sorry, I was uh, looking at some of the DVDs around the room. Totally spaced out there. If you Space cased out? <laughs> Space cased out, yeah. Jason's like, Joey's doing uh, his outro. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of, all right, this is where they talk about what's coming next. I'm not a part of it. I'm going to read Andrew's DVDs I'll see you guys over next here, year. See what I like. <laughs> No, it's a blast as always. I can't wait for Magnum Ernst. I'm excited to see what direction they go with that. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure, Jason. Uh, I hope you guys join us for the conclusion to the Ernst trilogy eventually (laughs) and uh, for Space Cases next week. See you then. There's something very strange about a cowboy Which makes me wonder how the West was won There's something very strange about a cowboy Something I can't put my finger on
deputy would stroll round to the dance hall when he had an hour or two to spend. The dancing girls would never ever worry, 'cause they knew he had his own four-legged friend. I wish that I could simply turn the clock back to those days of the famous Wild Wild West. For I know if I came across the James boys, Jesse is the one I'd like the best. There's something very strange about a cowboy, which makes me wonder how the West was won. There's something very strange about a cowboy, something I can't put my finger on. Something I can't put my finger on. Something I can't put my finger on. Bang bang. W A R T Ward Radio.